0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: Hey, what's up, guys? It's Mike Lynch. What's going on? This is Rashad. This is the Sports Sunday
2: Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. It is now brought to you on the fan by your local Les Schwab Tire Centers. Doing the right thing since 1952.
0: Weekends were made for sports. How would you like to play for the New England Patriots? I'd love to. A look at the weekend in sports with the inside story on the Blazers, the Ducks, and the Beavers. Everyone, meet freelance alien bounty hunter Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp? The football guy? Yeah, I hunt aliens now.
2: Used to catch TDs, now I catch ETs. You ever caught an alien, Shannon? Not yet,
0: Mr. Question, but I'll let you know when I do. This is Sports Sunday with Mike Lynch. Oh, isn't this wonderful? Look at this room. What a beautiful room. Have you seen this room?
3: Yes, we're in it.
0: And Rashad Taylor. Okay, dude, I can see you don't want to be cheered up here. Come on, Donnie, let's go get us a land. On ESPN Sports Radio 1080, The Fan.
1: Hour two of two here on Sports Sunday. Mike and Rashad with you. Jesse here as well. Talked uh, plenty of NBA playoffs there last hour. Move on from that in this hour. By the way, in case you're curious about the most riveting topic of the show last week, beard's still here. I kept it, it for now. And it looks good. you trimmed it up a little bit. I you trimmed know? it. I lined it up a little better. Yeah, man. I, uh, I, I was messing around with one of the, the trimmers, and I was basically like the next day after the show, and I was like, if I screw this up, I'm going to shave it. And I did not screw it up. So for now, it's still here.
2: We'll see how long. Were you kind of hoping you did screw it up so you could shave it?
1: No. I just wanted to, because it's like all new to me. I was like, I I don't know what what number I'm supposed to put this on. I don't know how bad it's going to look after this happens. If it's going to look like not just scruff, but it's going to look like this weird, like half beard. So I just kind of went for it and it worked out. So we're good for now.
2: Well, it looks good, fam.
1: Thank you. We'll see how long I keep it. But uh, for now, Rashad wins out. Rashad in his Twitter post, and most people who responded to your Twitter post said keep it. Yeah. Although one person told me to fill in the chin, and I'm like, my chin doesn't fill in. The hair doesn't grow here. No. Like, some people have it grow the whole way.
2: It looks weird. It looks like it grows into your lip.
1: My hair doesn't grow here.
2: Yeah, it's, I think it's a good thing, man. I think it's weird when you have hair growing out of your, your entire lip. Wipe right <laughs> here. It's, it looks strange. He's
1: like, fill in the chin, and I'm like... Ah. I cannot. <laughs> that is impossible for that me. Looks strange. Uh, so let's talk about the big, I guess it's probably the biggest story of the day, of the week, and that is the uh, Supreme Court's decision to end the 92 law that made it uh, illegal to sports gamble outside of four states who are grandfathered in. And now they are leaving it up to the states, although they'd also said that they are amenable to Congress doing something with a federal law if they wanted to. But... Uh, They're going to leave it up to the states to make the decision for now on sports gambling. Um, This was the New Jersey versus everybody case. They started at the lower courts against all the sports leagues, essentially. And they lost every step of the way. And they went to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court flipped the decision completely and made New Jersey the winner. And they will now be the first state to... Open their doors after this law to legalize sports gambling. Uh, Monmouth Park is a horse racing track Mm -hmm. uh, down the shore down there. And uh, it's actually near where my aunt and uncle have their shore house. I've been there a couple of times. And they have revamped the entire thing. It's not just going to be a horse track now. It's going to be a sports book. They have TVs all in there now. They've made it super nice looking. And you can just go and bet on games. And I, I think it's supposed to open like in a week. That's how quick they turn this thing around in in that state. Uh, other states I saw that were close to following suit with them, New York, Pennsylvania, Delaware, uh, Mississippi, and I think there's oh, West Virginia. I think those are the ones so far that are the closest to also legalizing sports gambling. And honestly, I think it's great. I'm not somebody who gambles, so this isn't going to change a lot about what I do. Maybe it it opens the door for me to casually play some play some money on a game if i'm in an area that has one but it's not going to change the way i gamble because i don't um but i just think it's cool that
2: it, that it's going to be legal now because i never really felt like it should have been illegal in the first place no i'm with you i felt like it shouldn't have never been illegal especially everywhere and i understand certain states in utah you know some other more you know i guess Religious states and things like that—they wouldn't want that to be okay. Well, that's not a problem, but Oregon, California, Washington—amen. Yeah, let let us, you know, kind of do our thing. So I think it's cool. I'm, I'm with you though. You know, I lived in Vegas for five years, and I think I gambled three times. Like, if I gamble, I like to shoot dice, maybe play some, you know, play some cards or something like that. But for the most part, I'm not. I'm not going to the casino to go to the crap table or to the roulette table or play, you know, a hand of 21. I'm not, now I'm not that, doing that. That rule has not changed. No, I'm just I'm just saying in general, in general, I just I don't really gamble like that. So for me, unless there's a sports book somewhere that I can go and chill and watch some games and have some wings and I don't really care. And even then I'll go and play, you know, place a couple two, three dollar bets on some some games. Okay, yeah, not a problem. But for the most part, because like, i 'cause I'm I'm with you, like I don't really gamble like that anyway. So it doesn't change anything for me. Um, I think there was that overall fear that, man, if you make this legal, then everybody's going to do it. It's going to be, you know, chaos. You know, it would be anarchy everywhere. And truth is, like, if you're going to gamble, you were going to do it anyway. So now that and place- it was easy to do it exactly. And now that places like um, dra- Draft DraftKings and things like that have all these. Um, you know, fantasy leagues that you can be in and win for money, like, it's become more and more accessible. Like, you can go online and place bets for Vegas or, or things like So it, it's, they're not stopping anybody from gambling. Now it's just cutting out the middleman. Instead of, instead of having to go online and do it, man, I can just, I can do it from my own, you know, whichever local bar or something like that that takes some sports bets. So I think that's cool to be able to do it. If that's what you're into, Why like, why not? And all the money that it could generate for the state, hopefully that can go into the schools. You always talk about the schools and what they're going to get and I don't see I don't think they ever actually get that stuff. So if you know people make good on certain promises, then then hey, let's go for it. Bring some money.
3: I just like the the sports books myself. When I mean if I can even remember to do it when I go to Vegas is that that's the same thing. When I go to Vegas I I gambling's not really on my radar. Um every once in a while I if I'm there during football season, I will try to make a bet. Otherwise, I'm. I mean, I. Well, uh, no, I take that back. I was also there during the NBA playoffs, and I hit on all my bats. But I will only do sports books. Why? Because that you at least have some sort of control over. You know the conditions of the game. You know if people are healthy. You know if people aren't healthy. Wins, losses, right. all that kind of stuff. There's variables that you understand and can control, as opposed to just the roll of the dice. It's
1: not the house versus you. It's you versus random chance not even random chance it's you and your knowledge versus what you think is going to happen exactly in the game that you assume is not uh, being run by the mafia (laughs) and so yeah
2: uh, somebody just brought up an interesting question is like would it would you be able to uh, bet sports in like major chains like a Buffalo Wild Wings or something like that that actually shows and houses sports and sporting events and like what what would be the the right avenue or right venue for something like that would it be its own entity to where it's like its own place and I don't know I would not be surprised, um,
1: although I could see like large corporations like that having trouble with the federal idea of sports gambling, even though they, they made it up to the states. And then they'd have to essentially not have that in all the states that didn't legalize it. So not that that's a problem. I'm sure things like that have already happened um, with, with a lot of major chains. But I could see it happening. I just don't know. I'm not sure.
2: Yeah. I mean, sometimes
1: with with these big companies and these big restaurants, they tend to on the
2: side of caution when it comes to these kind of things. It's not like Buffalo Wild Wings needs to be in the business of sports gambling, but shoot, it couldn't hurt to be able to get some extra people in there if you could. It
3: it would just be, I imagine it would be difficult from the fact that every state's going to have their own legislation. Some will be a little bit more lax. Some are going to be more regulated. I imagine Oregon would be one of those states that would be super regulated because that's what we like to do. And it would just make it hard. You'd have to have a whole section that's 21 and only, which is your bar, but you probably have to make it totally different, probably have to be like a state-like oriented, non-visible to the miners and yeah. that kind of stuff. And it would just be a in big... In the back. Yes. It would be a pain in the butt. It would be a lot like the lotto system is today, how it has to be behind closed doors. You know, those video poker machines.
1: So, let's break. I'm going to... Look, Jesse, I'm going to stay on time this whole show. I'm trying really hard. A uh, couple more thoughts on this, plus the text or the tweet that came into me when I teased this a couple of segments ago. That is next here on Sports Sunday on Tenny of the Fan.
0: For sports, this is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad
1: on 1080 The Fan. Sports Sunday, fan, uh, fan text lines five five three zero five. Tweet at us at Tenny to the Fan at Mike Lynch twenty seven at taylormade five zero three at
2: Jesse Osmond I used to skate to this at Oaks Park all the time. I love this song still. Like skateboarding? or like no, roller skate? like roller skate. Mm.
1: I miss skating rinks. They were awesome. The that was like my birthday party for many many years in a row was at the the I think it was in Bergenfield technically, but the Bergenfield, New Jersey skate rink. I had all my parties there. I loved it. I had my own set of rollerblades. I was pretty good. It was pretty fast.
2: Do you still skate?
1: Uh, I tried it recently-ish, and by recently I mean like five years ago, and I fell hard twice. <laughs> I'm
2: still very good,
1: and I hurt my ankle because it was like I forgot that it was a full ankle stable rollerblade. You know, like covers your whole ankle. So I tried to like use my ankle to fix myself, and I I fell under my my body, and I crushed it with my whole weight. Ouch! And I am heavy, so um, not great. So no, I am no longer as good as uh, as I used to be. Not not as not as agile
2: and nimble as I used to be. <laughs> yeah, I used to. Get a lot of numbers, like you have to have to write them on paper. Mm. Yeah, it was awesome. I love the skating ring. Shout out to anybody who grew up at Oaks Park. Yeah, I went to well, I, I, Skate went to World. Skate World, out in skate World dude. Yeah. yeah, I never liked Skate World because <laughs> I never really went there, and they closed so early. And I mean, Oaks Park was where it was at.
3: Yeah, no, I was. I lived like within skating distance, although you couldn't skate in there because then they'd be like, you
2: "Can't wear those. Can't wear those." You know, ones the to the, the side. wheels and blah blah blah.
3: So. I would wear, you know, regular sh- skate there, change into shoes, and then change back into my skates.
2: Yeah, Gresham yeah. was that just annoying. Gresham was. was just so far. When you live in North Portland, Gresham was just so far. Oaks Park isn't close, but it's closer than Gresham.
3: Oh yeah, know? yeah. No, I know o- Oaks Park. I I never went skating there because
1: it was so far away. Yeah, you know. But yeah, I miss the
3: skate world too.
2: So this is a
1: tweet that I got at uh, Lynch 27 from Mark. He says, sports gambling is like cannabis. People that really wanted to do it were already doing it before it was legalized. If you own a computer or smartphone and have access to the interwebs, then you've been betting on athletes for some time now. I agree with that 90% of the way, uh, or at least for 90% of people. There is a percentage of people who would be more willing to do something when it is legal than when it is illegal. Um, So that will certainly come back uh, or that will certainly happen with gambling as it has happened with weed. You, you just, you kind of slightly broaden the horizons of the people who are willing to try it. Right. Yeah. Um, And like I said, I don't gamble. I know it's not technically illegal. If you do like a Las Vegas app and you use a casino through here, it's not illegal. It's they would be stopped if it was, it's, it is legal. But now that it has the potential to be legal here in Oregon, I guarantee you if there is a time when we're walking around downtown and we walk past a sports book on a Sunday or something that I won't – that I'll stop in and place a bet on the game because it's easy, right? It's like playing the lottery. You put two bucks on it and hope for the best, right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of just what it is. And, I mean, at least to me, it seems a little bit more trustworthy since it's going to be regulated by the state where maybe the money is not going to be delayed coming back to you and you can, you'll can, you know that it's you'll be paid out if you win your bet, et cetera. Um, So I think there is a small percentage of people who would be more willing to do it. But overall, I think that point is a very sound point.
2: Yeah. If
1: you want to gamble, you've already been gambling. Just like if you wanted to smoke weed, you were already already smoking weed. You know, it's
2: it's kind of one of those things. Like nothing has changed. Um, I I assume there are people, more people that do it because it's more available to them. So I assume that the numbers have gone up but have 40% – Of the people who started smoking, we probably not. You know, if you didn't smoke before, you probably still don't smoke. You probably still think it stinks. You probably still don't like the way it makes you feel. Like, it being legal hasn't changed anything. This did the same thing with prohibition. Like, I mean, if you're going to drink, then people are going to find a way. That's just kind of what it is. So, whether or not you made it legal, um, people were going to do it anyway. And now, now that it's legal, you don't have to really worry about all the additional repercussions that may come with it.
3: Legalizing cannabis has added about another 10 to 16% of people that didn't smoke cannabis before.
1: There you go. There you go. It's a lot, but it's not that big of a percentage, right? That's a lot of people, but it's not an 100% increase or anything like that. There's a lot of people I've seen already talking about, oh, it's going to – gambling addictions. It's going to increase the gambling addictions. Well, yes, that's probably true for a small percent of people. People who already have gambling addictions are already gambling. They're already going to the to the Native American casinos. They're already going to the, to They're the, to the machines. They're already going to the websites. They're already going to Bovada. They're already going to Five Dimes. They're already using the offshore betting accounts that are that they
2: can use. It's already happening. So, yes, of course, there is a chance. And we're talking sports betting, too. We're not talking, yes. like, you know, adding another casino or something like that. Like, right, most people don't, like, my mom doesn't give a damn about the Warriors Rockets game and what the spread is and everything and what she's gonna win. She will go to the machines though and play those. And that's what I'm saying. Like everybody doesn't care about the sports betting,
1: right? But there are people who are degenerate sports gamblers. Absolutely, who will bet not. on women's basketball. Yes, sir. And WNBA because they need they need the fix. Right. You can lay bets on WWE, which is weird. Right. I wouldn't do it. But but those, those people kind of, are they they're gonna be that way anyway. That that's kind of my point. You're right. Yes, you may increase the amount of people who are addicted by opening this up to everybody. I think you will, but I don't think it's going to be as big of a problem as people are making it out to be. It's not It's not some sort of big fear tactic that works to me. Right? I don't know how it could be because
3: you already have gambling legalized in the state. It's just a different form. That's all it is. It's just a different form of something that we're already doing in the state.
1: Right. And again, to, to triple down on my point, people in Oregon can use sites like Five Dimes or Bovada... Mm-hmm. And bet. yeah, it already exists. So that's that's what I'm saying is I, I think in Washington it's not allowed for some of those. I think there's certain state rules like that. Um so again, I, I think that's an argument that does have some value to it because I think some people might have that be an issue but you could say, you can make the same argument for weed you can make the same argument for alcohol cigarettes all these things they're all addictive uh, or they all can be addictive in if, if, if the wrong type of person is using
2: it and much like weed like they didn't know that they knew that it would make money they didn't know it would make that much money that fast and then they saw everybody making money and said okay we got to tax the hell out of this man because we need some of that so once they see how many people are actually gambling on sports i think they'll take another look and go okay we're we're going to need a little more Money, a little more in taxes. And that's it's gonna be a minute. And that's
1: not a bad thing either, because the more money you give to the states, hopefully, presumably, the more money that comes back to the state and goes to you in terms of services and things like that. Again, that's not always the case. We know that in government there's corruption and all that kind of stuff. But generally that should be how it works. Um now in terms of the state of Oregon, we had a, a guy on primetime this week who has been following the story from the beginning. You can listen to it on Les Schwab Tires podcast from, I want to say it was Monday. And he very specifically knew about Oregon and Washington in terms of the chances of it being legalized here. He said he would not be surprised if Oregon was one of the first states to legalize because Oregon was one of the four states that was grandfathered in when the 1992 rule was pat or law was passed to make it illegal for sports gambling. Oregon was still allowed to do it. Technically, Oregon is still allowed to do it. They didn't, or, or they stopped doing it because they wanted the NCAA tournament here because the NCAA would not put their events in states that had sports gambling. So, remember sports action? I mm-hmm. wasn't here for it, but I, I've heard I do. plenty about it, trust me. Um, it was an Oregon lottery thing, but it was basically a parlays on on teams. That was, what, mm-hmm. once a week for the NFL? Yep. That, that came out. Uh, they stopped sports action, which was legal gambling for sports, because of the NCAA tournament issue. Um, By the way, the NCAA has come out and said we are now lifting that rule for now to see what happens. And uh, now any state that wants an NCAA tournament thing in there or an NCAA event in there doesn't have to worry about it because they're lifting that for now. Um, So he said that he thinks Oregon is going to be one of the first states to be able to do it because, A, they already can. uh, And they've already shown in the past that they're willing to do it with things like sports action. And uh, I'm going to be very curious in what form it comes in Oregon because you bet the Oregon lottery is going to have their hands all over it again because guess wh- guess who this affects the most? The lottery mm-hmm. in a lot of states because that money that people are spending to try to win big might now leave the really, 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 small percentage chance of winning a lottery to a higher percentage chance of winning sports gambling. Um, so you, you can bet they're going to want to put their hands in on this.
2: Absolutely. Um,
1: and... So is it going to be that? Is it going to be both that and books? Are we going to see books in Portland or Beaverton or wherever? Um, I'm very curious, but uh, the fact that he says he thinks it's going to happen here is interesting to me. I want to see what form it takes.
2: No, yeah, and it'd be interesting to see if maybe it's something that they, you know, is kind of sublet to the casinos. It's, you know, we there is a couple here in Oregon, so, I mean, they, it could very well be something they put, like, in – uh, Chinook wins, you know, or something like that. So or Ailane or Ailane, you know, which is right up the road. So I'm I'm just curious to see how it works. Um, like I said, I'm probably not going to bet on anything, you know. I'm just I just like going to the sports book because they've got man cheap beer and wings typically, you know. So outside of that, like I, I can watch the game at the house, and I don't really care about who wins the Browns versus Steelers game.
1: I think for me personally. I think it's going to open the door for me to try it every now and then as like, uh, hey, we're near a sports book. I know baseball pretty well or I know the NFL pretty well. I feel I'm feeling really bullish about this game. Let me put five bucks on it or whatever. Um, I think that's going to open the door for me because it's going to be less effort. Not that like downloading an app is effort, but it's not something that I would normally do. But if we're just wandering around and, you know, like like sometimes when I'm at the supermarket, I'm not a lottery guy. But sometimes when I'm at the supermarket and we're waiting in a long checkout line, I'm like, "Hey, let me go run over to customer service. Let me go get a Mega Millions and see what happens, right? Yeah. Because it's easy. You pay the two bucks. It's like, okay, let's 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 give it a chance, right? I'm not a lottery person, but I because it's there, and every once in a while, you're like, like, Why uh, not? I've got some expendable cash. Why not? Um, I think that's going to be me. I think that's going to be my experience with it. Um, and honestly, I think that'll be a lot of people's experience with it who aren't regular sports gamblers. Is I'll try it, right? Probably the same with weed, right? Mm-hmm. I'll try it. If you've never done it before, if you if you did, didn't do it before it was legalized, I'll try it. Well, if I like it, great. If not, cool. It's legal. I try it. No, no big deal. Um, so I, th- I think that's going to be me. And I- I'm
2: assuming that's how a lot of people are going to be. No, that's how I'm going to be. Like I said, for me, as a sports guy, I could care less. You know, I mean, it's going to bring more money to schools and fixing some of these roads or doing whatever and into... Uh, Education or doing something for the homeless demand, by all means, do whatever you do. Um, And
1: then the the, the same interview for Washington said it's probably going to take a little longer, but from what we've seen, I think I saw, I was reading an article, and it was literally every state's chances of legalizing sports betting afterwards, and some states are like really strict laws against it, Um, very, very strict. I I think Alabama was one that I was reading that said like there's very little chance that they're going to do something with it. But Washington was one where whoever it was in the article, a senator or representative, said they're keeping an open eye to it. Washington has proven to be a more uh, progressive state, Mm -hmm. legalizing weed, um, one of the first to do it. So I would not, he said he would not be surprised that they also followed suit and legalized sports gambling. So uh, I just know what, right now, Washington has, I don't know the exact law, but Suk has talked about it. He can't use his Washington address to do like Vegas gambling. He has to use, an Oregon address, his the work address, because he can't in Washington use his address. So there are laws against it there. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's going to be a little bit of a of a wall against doing it. But I I think it'll happen there too, based on what that guy said.
2: I think it'll happen
1: uh, sooner everywhere. than later. You know, yeah.
2: almost everywhere sooner than later. And I think I really I'm, I'm with you. I think we're going to be one of the first ones, first states to kind of we weren't
1: up. we weren't mentioned with the first group, mm-hmm. the five which were New Jersey, New York, Delaware, West Virginia, Mississippi. With well, the first five that I saw were like, yeah, they're doing it. And New Jersey's doing it like this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think maybe West Coast, we might be the first ones.
2: Yeah, over I can see that. California
1: and Oregon. I can see that. Although, actually, California might already have a law going up in place. I read a lot about this earlier this week. There was a map of – it was a color-coded map of what states were already had legislature in place for the potential of this. California had a law in place. So they might actually be the first ones to do it if it's ready to go. And they just like, okay. We got it. Kind Wouldn't we still have legislation technically in yeah. place, though? So, well, that's what that's what yeah. that's what I was saying is technically, we even before this, we're still allowed to have sports gambling here because we were grandfathered in one of the four states. Um, but because of the NCAA thing, we didn't. I guess I don't remember when that happened. Probably in the early thousands. I want to say it was about ten years ago. Yeah, ten years ago. Um, so we we could still we could probably just do it. Today, if we wanted to, because it's legal, but um, and, and it was legal here no matter what. I just, I'm, I'm curious how the government here is going to to work with that because we know Oregon sometimes a little bit slow when it comes to things like that. All right. Coming up next, hate it or love it. Who won last week? Oh, it was a tie last week. It was a tie last week. Ooh. In the break, we'll play rock, paper, scissors to decide who goes first. That's next. Here's Jesse with Sports Center.
0: sports with a difference this is sports sunday with mike and rashad on 1080 the fan
1: rashad won rock paper scissors he chose to go first this is hated to Love it if you've never listened to the show before hi thanks for listening this is our weekly uh, segment jesse will ask us questions we have to decide whether we hate or love it, and uh, he'll reward us points or deduct us points based on our answers. And then the winner at the end gets to host the last segment of the show, which is usually about two seconds long. Um, so, Jesse, go ahead and get us started.
3: All right, uh, let's see here. I got got some interesting ones today. Let's let's start with the one that uh, just kind of popped into my head, actually. I look over to my left and what do I see on the NFL network? Mark Ingram running in a touchdown. I already said this to you once today, right? Because I'm watching. You're NFL watching
1: League. NFL Red Zone <laughs> rewind. Hey, by the way, I think Cleveland's some gonna win. For unearthly up,
3: reason. They're up 10-3 on Detroit, so I think Cleveland's gonna get their W. Okay. All right, yeah. Good to know. Uh, <laughs> anyways, Mark Ingram just ran in his second touchdown versus the Buffalo Bills on this uh NFL Red Zone replay. And uh, which Literally is the perfect segue into this topic because it includes Mark Ingram, who is suspended for the first four games of the season for performance enhancing drugs. Uh, That kind of opens the door for a guy you may have heard of by the name of Alvin Kamara. You heard of that guy? Maybe, possibly?
1: I think he's kind of good.
3: Yeah, right? He's okay. Opens the door for him to be the starter, to be the every down guy kind of to start the season. Love or hate? By the time Ingram comes back, Camara is gonna have a stranglehold on
2: the job. Um. Wow. L- uh, love, <laughs> L- love. Um. Well, I think I, I don't think Mark Ingram was ever really the the long term answer. New Orleans I think they needed a running back and he was the person that was best available at that point Mark Ingram for the most part at least in in my opinion for the most part of his career he's been uh, relatively I don't know Unimpressive. Like he's had a couple of uh, of good seasons, but outside of that, man, he hasn't really been the guy that I think most people uh, thought he would. This was the this past season was the best season that he's ever had as far as rushing the ball. This is the most yards he's had in in seven years in the NFL and he, over a thousand yards. Only the second time this in his career he had over a thousand yards. Six touchdowns for most of his career, and, uh, and then all of a sudden he you know he burst out this year for for twelve. Now he's suspended for what? Four games. For what? For PEDs. Oh, well, and then he just happened to have the best season that he's ever had, so I digress. So Alvin Kamara, he came out and showed you in limited minutes or limited touches that he can be a really, really good running back. If you pick them up in fantasy, he pretty much saved your season in a lot of, in a lot of respects, so I look for him to be the guy uh, kind of moving forward, and he moves a little bit better than Ingram. Ingram's kind of a bruiser. This guy is kind of a, a side-to-side type runner.
1: Uh, I'm going to go opposite of you there. I'm going to hate it for two different reasons, the first of which is... PEDs mean nothing in the NFL. Every single player that's been popped for PEDs, he comes back and he plays just because nobody cares. Nobody cares that they're taking steroids. He will not have any sort of like negative thing from Sean Payton and the Saints because he took steroids. The other reason is the new running back is not a workhorse running back. There's not many of those left in the NFL. Alvin Kamara is exceptional at what he does. But to be honest, I'm not sure if Alvin Kamara is the type of running back who could be a three down running back and stay healthy an entire season, first of all. And plus, I think his skill set's better utilized as a change of pace guy who catches passes out of the backfield or a dual running back set where both of them are out there and it gives them a lot of options. Mark Ingram in er, er, my argument with the style of running backs in the NFL right now is multiple. You need two or three guys who are going to come in. They're going to be a bruiser, Mark Ingram. There's going to be a uh, pass-catching guy. That's Alvin Kamara. And then there needs to be like a super speed guy who kind of changes the pace completely, which it's kind of also Alvin Kamara for the Saints. Um, So I I hate it. I think they're going to use Ingram when he comes back. Maybe he won't be as good as last year, but he's still going to be an important part of that team.
3: Yeah, I uh, I think that Kamara might steal the job, but it might end up not going the Saints' way. In the fact that I think he kind of hit on it. I don't know if he's built to be that every down guy, but he might just be so impressive they just kind of uh, go was, with it.
2: His rookie year was better than anything that Mark Ingram had done up until that point, up until last year. It so, is very true. So I'll take, I'll definitely take that move. And
3: it. it's not like at the end of the season they, um teams didn't know to like focus on him. He was well known by the end of the season. Um, We're going to stick with the NFL. There are six teams that have uh, really long, well, I, shouldn't, I mean, at least a four-year playoff drought. And we'll start with the oldest, and that is the Cleveland Browns at 2002, Tampa Bay 2007, Chicago Bears 2010, the Jets 2010, Chargers 2013, and the 49ers also 2013. Those are your longest droughts. For the playoffs in the NFL. Love or hate, two of these teams will end their playoff droughts this season.
2: Love. Um, the 49ers are going to be good. I think everybody knows it. Holy hell, look at the NFC uh, West and all the quarterbacks that they have in that division. It looks really scary, and it looks like by all accounts, um, Uh, Jimmy G is the best of the bunch. Looks like they have the best coach of the bunch. Looks like they have the best GM of the bunch right now outside of whatever they're doing uh, in L.A. I look for them to be uh, very much improved. Um, Tampa Bay is one of those teams that they're just right there. They have all the pieces in place but for whatever reason, I think it's coaching they just can't get over the hump. you know, you got a Jameis Winston who's established himself as a really good quarterback. Quietly last year had a great season and didn't throw a whole lot of picks. Um, You've got one of the top receivers in all of the league and Mike Evans just the, a mismatch every single week. Uh, you've got yourself a pretty good young tight end and some pretty good places on defense. You should be able to compete much more than you have been, especially playing in that NFC South where it's incredibly wide open. Um, you can really go in there and, and you don't know what you're going to get from the Panthers. You're not sure what you're going to get from the Saints. This is one of the best years the Saints have had in a couple, you know, seasons. So it's always really wide open. So if there are any teams that are poised to make uh, a, a jump to the playoffs this year, it's definitely those two. The other ones don't have any of the, they don't have, other ones don't have quarterbacks that they can trust right now. Uh,
1: I love it, but I disagree with Rashad. Um, I do think the Niners are going to be one of the teams that makes the playoffs this year. Uh, I agree with a lot of what he said. Jimmy Garoppolo looked unbeatable, literally the last two years. Uh, Kyle Shanahan is a very good coach. Now I I do have some concerns about the the rest of the team's depth based on how bad they have been, but high draft picks will help that and the NFC West's weird condition right now where the Seahawks might be the worst team in the division and The Cardinals are going to try to go Sam Bradford for a little bit. Um, I think it's all Rams and Niners in that one. So that's that's one of the reasons I love it. The other team that I love is the Chargers. The AFC West is in a really, really, really weird spot right now. The Broncos are not sure what their quarterback situation is. The Chiefs are going to go with a rookie uh, after letting go Alex Smith, and the rest of that team does not look very good. Uh, The Raiders could be really good, but is John Gruden going to be able to coach in this current NFL? It's been a very long time since he last coached. I think the Chargers are primed and ready to go to make the playoffs here. Tampa Bay Buccaneers are in one of the toughest divisions in the NFL. The Saints are a Super Bowl contender. The Falcons are a Super Bowl contender. The Panthers are a playoff contender. I think that leaves the Bucs in last place in that division, so I don't think they're going to make the playoffs this year, but I do think it'll be Chargers in nine. Have a chance to both break their streaks.
2: Yeah, I don't know if I agree with the Panthers.
1: But...
3: All right, all right. Uh, going into the last round, Lynch has a one point lead. Of course he does. Of course he does.
2: You guys want to? I don't want a lot, man. Let's not go. Of course. No, of course he does, man. You've been winning a lot. No, he has. No, I haven't. No, he hasn't been winning a lot. Uh,
3: well, um,
2: here we go. Let's get this W. Do
3: we want uh, NBA or NFL? Do we want to do an NFL sweep or NBA? NBA. Let's change it. All right, changing it up. NBA. It is Steph Curry, right? Huh. Steph Curry's been. Ugh. Abysmal, this series. Uh, all of a sudden, there's something wrong with his knee. and uh, Excuses, excuses,
1: excuses, excuses. I mean, he did come back from an MCL injury. He did. He did. There um, was literally something wrong with his knee. <laughs> he's
3: not giving himself any excuses. You know, we are. He's not. or hey, Steph Curry coming back home. Oracle Arena against the Houston Rockets going to have a Steph Knight hit five or more threes. Love it.
2: Um, You know it's coming. And you thought it was going to come in game one. It didn't. KD saved the day. You thought it was going to come in game two. It didn't. James Harden spoiled the day. This is going to be Steph Curry's day to come home and get all the adulation that he deserves. And he's going to do his thing. Like, I'm pulling, actively pulling for the Houston Rockets to win this series. But Steph Curry is a bad boy. And there's nobody in the NBA that's ever shot the ball like him. It's one of those things, even when the shot goes up, we all kind of we, we cringe because you know it's kind of going in. Even when he goes one for five or one for seven or whatever he went from the past couple games, you know that there's once that ball goes in, he only needs to see one of them go in there. And they're unorthodox shots and they're terrible shots. But they go in. He feeds off of that Oracle crowd. They're going to give him everything he needs tonight. Steph Curry, it would not shock me if he had 40 tonight. Uh, I also love it but I'm a little bit more
1: concerned and less bullish on it than you are Rashad. I love it because Steph Curry has these games multiple times a series. So the fact that he has hit one, three in both of the last few games to me means that he's going to try his hardest to get open shots and get good looks and just dominate this game. Here's the thing in this series, Chris Paul and the rest of the Rockets are playing great defense on him. Now Curry actually has a history of playing, shooting well against Chris Paul But Chris Paul has a history, at least from what we've seen against elite guards, (laughs) Damian Lillard, of defending them to the nines and really, really keeping them out of their rhythm. Um, Plus, Steph Curry has to try to defend James Harden and Chris Paul on the other side, and breaking news, he's a terrible defender. So that's a lot of energy being expended on that side where he's not going to be able to have as much on the offensive side. Um, but with all that being said, I really do think he's going to have a huge game tonight. I do expect the, the Warriors to win at home. And I think you're right. He's got that magic at home. He's got that weird tunnel three he always does before the game that he, that he hits every time on like the first try when he's at Oracle. And uh, the energy of that crowd going to really push him over the top. So I love it. All right. The winner
3: of today's match goes to
2: Rashad. Wow. You look That's really what amazing. I'm talking about. No, I knew it was for sure going. I heard a lot of, heard a lot of, uh, you know, big men uh, over there as you were, um, as you were going. So
1: he, I think, I think Jesse. Why did my mic? Go? I don't know.
3: That's weird. I, 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 touched no mics.
1: That's so strange. I'm not Tony Realli. There's a ghost. <laughs> um, I when you were talking in that last point, Jesse hit like five blings in a row. He was like loving it. I was like, "Oh God, I'm going to lose <laughs> it because I agree with Rashad, so I'm going to lose." I can't say anything more. That's, that's why, why going, I went first this time. That's why going first Whew. is beneficial. And he, when Rashad won rock paper scissors, I was like, "Your choice, first or second, He goes first.
3: Yeah, yeah. You well, you you know it's coming. He's he's coming home. Curry's a bad boy. He's
1: a bad dude. Nobody
3: man. shoots like him. Only needs to see one. These are these are all like hot topics that are just boom, one after another, and
1: I liked them all. Just, I appreciate you. Jesse. Well, next week I get to go first and I'll have the event. Actually, no, next week I'm out. So Rashads <laughs> again <get> next week.
2: Ah. <laughs> Play the song. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Coming okay. up next, Rashad hosts the segment. We'll uh Sports. Sports, <laughs> sports, I guess. Um or San Diego. San Diego. Rashad San, San a, Diego. As a hot San Diego take. That's where I'll yeah. be next weekend. All right. That's next. You're on the fan.
0: Again, sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080,
2: the fans. I will defend, and I will defend next week as Lynch is out, going to uh, San Diego, which of course in German means the whale's well, vagina. Well, yes. hmm. Hmm.
1: First time going to San Diego. It's going to
2: be so much fun, bro.
1: Going with the in-laws, we uh, they were trying to plan a trip for all of us. And by all of us, I mean the two of them, the two of us, and then my sister-in-law, brother-in-law, and their son. Um, but it didn't work out, or at least with the sister-in-law and brother-in-law, I don't know why. But they basically went, so you guys just want to go, the four of us? And I was like, yep. So Memorial Day weekend was the plan. Like last year, we planned this for Memorial Day. We're going to go to San Diego. So here we go. It is Memorial Day weekend next weekend. And I'll be going down to San Diego for the first time. Only my second time in California. If you remember last year, I went to California for the first time in my life. And we did the road trip down to San Francisco, Monterey, Santa Cruz. And now I'll be going to Southern California for the first time in my life. And uh, I have heard nothing but great things about San Diego. And I am very excited.
2: Because I'll be honest, it's my favorite American city. I don't know if there's You told me that
1: before the show. That's a big claim to make.
2: Hey, man, like, I don't know if there's a cooler place to be. Number one, it's 78 degrees all year. Um, You're on the beach. uh, Amazing food and beautiful people. There's tons of things to do. Like, San Diego, and you're, like, right on the border of Mexico. Like, if you really want to go to Tijuana and get a poppin', you can definitely do that probably don't want to
1: get spot. shot right now but i mean
2: there's there's always risk factors man you know details you know but if you get shot you live pretty cool story to tell about how you got shot in mexico right? ah yes you know so if nothing else Such i mean that's cool what story. it makes it for but yeah I'm, I'm a big fan if you know anything about me man i'm a big fan of tacos um uh, i think my birthday is cinco de mayo and so i'm just i always i love mexican food it's just amazing uh but there's this place. It's inside of like a, a one of the uh, Mexican markets, um, and it's called Me Rancho Market, I think. Okay. Hey man, the tacos there are phenomenal. Every all all the food there is great. You can't if that's tacos in the title, then you're probably going to be fine. Okay. Sounds good to me. Yeah, man.
1: I, honestly, we haven't looked. This is apparently my in-laws love it. There, like they've been there multiple times. It's one of their favorite places too. So I don't know if we're just along for the ride and they're going to take us to all their favorite places or if we get to choose some of those, but uh, I have done very little research. I'm We're flying down Saturday morning and uh, we're going to experience San Diego for the
2: first. I'm really excited. Do you have a nice bathing suit? And by bathing suit, I use yes. speedo.
1: No. Oh, okay. <laughs> because you don't want to see these hairy legs in a sport. I don't want
2: to see them, but that doesn't mean that other people on the beach don't want to check out your sexy goodies. Look, there... Just saying. There may be
1: sexy goodies, but there's hairy legs. And when, hey man. You, when you've got legs as hairy as mine, you need to wear the board shorts, and that's what I will be wearing. Yeah, you do you, Lynch. You do
2: you. That's not a Speedo. <laughs>
1: that's right.
2: Just saying, man. Don't, not, don't, rob, don't rob all the other people out there that want to see the Speedo.
3: I have no problem doing the Speedo.
2: Um, we, we're we we're sure you you don't, Jesse. No. no. I, I, <laughs> I can sure. do the
3: Speedo. That's for sure.
2: I have a feeling that you wear the Speedo when you don't have to. I used to. Yes, yeah, not like, anymore.
3: I used to. Like Jesse, like, you
2: you would wear it in like what? Like, like
3: volleyball
1: w- tournaments and stuff. Water polo and stuff. Yeah, we used to water polo swim team. Uh so you kind of used to just what? Wear it to wear it.
3: Uh it, well yeah, if I like I mean if I went to a hotel or whatever, I would wear it.
2: I could see Jesse look at himself in the mirror is like, "You know, what? this looks all right." <laughs> <laughs> okay.
3: you, know, it, it, you you get confidence cuz I Back in the day, I would get like, oh, oh, I don't like seeing guys in Speedos, but you're all right. Yeah. It was like, oh, all right. Yeah. Cool. All righty. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it gives Damn you the right, confidence girl. to wear
1: it. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs>
2: Zippity-doo-dah. Bye-bye.
1: <laughs> um, well,
2: enjoy yourself next week, bud. It should be fun. You.
1: Thank you. One of my favorite Dave Chappelle jokes, that one, by the way.
2: Man, I love that from Dave Chappelle. Yeah, he from, goes, uh, I, lo- I
1: love making things up for white people because they get scared about what to say. And he goes, zip it up and zip it, it out. out. Uh, Zippity-doo-dah. (laughs) Bye-bye. All right. Uh, So Rashad will be back next week with uh, Jesse, of course. Well, I don't know what's going to be going on next week. Honestly, I'm going to unplug. We'll figure it out. Good luck. And then I'll be back the week after that. So, hey, have a good rest of your weekend, everybody. And we'll see you next week.